Hello, everybody. Welcome back into another edition of Prime Sports World. After an action-packed weekend of NFL football, as we are almost done with Super Wild Card Weekend, as we got one more game tonight, as the Dallas Cowboys travel into Tom Brady World to take on the Tampa Buccaneers. But we're going to talk about that game tomorrow. Today, talking about the games that already happened, the five matchups that already have been in the books, as we try to see who's going to be hosting the Vince Lombardi trophy uh, please like share and subscribe to the podcast and if you do happen to miss one of our live shows you can also catch us on uh, these various platforms um, listen to us on apple apple podcast spotify amazon music and iHeartRadio. Uh, i'm going to share the link into the show right now so if you want to go ahead and watch us on those platforms if you do happen to miss us live you can also check us out on those streaming options because uh, prime sports world given the heat 24-7. Of course, your host, Dave, on point. Right there is the CEO of Prime Sports, Mr. Israel Rivera. Welcome into the show. Uh, what's up, Izzy, man? How are you? Uh, what is going on, buddy? Um, it feels weird not having the Packers in no, the playoffs. Oh, uh, come on. You have to just throw salt in the wound. You know, you know, David hasn't seen me for a couple weeks now, right? Or at least since last week, I went MIA. I don't want to hear from nobody. He went, yeah, he went, we, he, went to, he went to hide in Missouri because that's what happens. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah, I did go to Missouri to go hide. Yeah, <laughs> I went to go find a new quarterback. Man, you, you, I think you might be stuck with the one you got now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, well, what is the world? You know what? But we'll see. Anyways, <laughs> we'll talk about the Packers off season at some point this week in a couple weeks. But uh, uh but as you joined the show, uh, my co-host Mr. TJ Hopkins also joining in on the show here in a few minutes. Um, but let's start. Also, I got bad news for you, man. The Giants are going to be the Giants are going to win the Super Bowl. Oh no! Well, oh, because every time they they win a playoff game yeah, in the last yeah, yeah. semi years, the last twenty years, if they won a playoff game, they won the Super Bowl. So, uh, well, the Giants fans believe that they can beat the Se- uh the Eagles. So we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Let's talk we'll about see. that. We'll see. Let's talk about the first matchup there on Saturday night or Saturday afternoon. Uh, Seattle going into Levi Stadium. And this first half of this game was actually pretty damn competitive. 17 to 16 at halftime. And then the San Francisco 49ers came out after halftime. They're like, yeah, we're gonna this is gonna be a real quick wrap-up as they beat down <laughs> Seattle 41 to 23. Uh solid game here for Geno Smith, 25 to 35, 253, two touchdowns and a pick. Kenneth Walker, 15 to 63, and a touchdown. Uh, DK Metcalf caught two in the air and had 136 yards as he was having kind of a field day. Uh, against the San Francisco 49ers defense. Brock Purdy continues to be a revelation here for the San Francisco 49ers. Um, showed a little bit of those those jitters a little bit in the first half, but in the second half, he looked mm-hmm. like a well-oiled machine. Uh, 18 of 30, 332 yards and three touchdowns. Um, you know, Debo, Chris McCaffrey, 15 for 119. Brock Purdy also had a rushing touchdown. Debo Samuel, Elijah Mitchell, Chris McCaffrey all had receiving touchdowns this game, including a 74-yard house call by Debo Samuel as they win this game relatively easily. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, I, uh, when I look at this game, it's the tale of two halves, man. You got to be perfect for 60 minutes against the Niners, man. I mean, I wouldn't say necessarily perfect, but, I mean, you can't, you know, come out stagnant that second half and and and, and, and kind of, you know, um, you know, not get any, you know, offense going. But I mean, it just wasn't, it just wasn't in the cards for them that second half. I mean, Brock Purdy came out, they made those necessary adjustments. 
he looked he looked like a rookie in the first half, right, David? I yeah, mean, yeah. we haven't yeah. really seen him. We haven't really seen him look like a rookie uh, since he started. So he looked like a rookie for a glimpse there in the first half. But he came out in the second half like a seasoned veteran. Um, I mean, San, had, San Francisco 49ers in the second half, touchdown, 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 field goal, end of game. They did not punt the ball <laughs> in the, in the, after the after halftime. And that and that and that play that um that short touchdown pass to um Godly who was it Wilson well yeah it was Jerry uh, no was it no it wasn't Wilson it was uh, Elijah Mitchell yeah yeah or yeah it was Elijah Mitchell that was a beauty from from Brock Purdy that was a, a lot of great um uh you know you know kind of innovation on the play there but you know what I would like to say is I mean the Seattle Seahawks I mean for what it, for what it's worth I want to kind of you know chime in on their season. They had a pretty good. They had a good season, man. I mean, we all thought here that they weren't going to be anything this year, and they are a nine-win playoff team. I mean, they 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 gave the Seahawks, they gave the Niners all they can t- handle in that first half. But nobody thought that Geno Smith would be a Pro Bowl, um, uh, you know, caliber quarterback this year. Um, you know, leading the league in completion percentage. Nobody thought that this young defense. I mean, they started rookies on the offensive line. They started rookies on the defense. Um, and so, I mean, the Seattle Seahawks look like they're, they have some promising years, uh, you know, the, at least the next couple years here. Um, you know, I don't know how long Geno's going to be playing, uh, at this high of a level, but 30, I think he's, Seattle's, yeah, he's, he's about to get paid. He's a free agent. He's about to get paid. He's 32. Yeah, he's my he's, age. He's going to get, he's going to get paid $30 million this offseason. Uh, welcome into the show. This is Hop- Co-host of TJ Hopkins. We're breaking down the Seahawks 49ers game. Yeah. That's what the market's going to be. It's going to be. Thirty million dollars is what the probably he's going to be making next and, season. As and that defense, that defense, that's that San Francisco defense, man. Like as they, that second half, man, they came out on fire, man. I mean, they were just super physical with the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, first possession, they force a fumble, uh, a punt, yeah. an interception. They score a garbage, meaningless garbage time touchdown there at the end. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. San Francisco basically dominated the second half. DJ, welcome to the show, man. Hey, can y'all hear me? Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that was uh, it got ugly real fast. It got <laughs> <laughs> it got ugly real fast for Seattle. Um, yeah, man, it, it it went about how how folks thought it would go. Like Seattle hung in about as long as they could, and then Seattle, San Francisco is just the the better overall team. They just is Geno Smith a better quarterback than Brock Purdy? Yeah, absolutely, but. When you look at the rest of the roster, top to bottom, San Fran just has more everything. DK Metcalf had a game. DK Metcalf Metcalf did what he can did by all he could do, right? And then it's just that was it. Like if it's not DK Metcalf, it's Tyler Lockett. And then if you slow down just one of them, your eyes are beating the Seahawks go up exponentially, and is that was that was that was really it, right? So like, if I'm San Fran, it's like, okay, DK DK gonna get his. Like one of the one of the two are gonna get theirs. DK or Lockett, who's gonna who's it gonna be? All right, I can live with DK eating me up and like like running up and down the field having a game. I can live with Tyler Lockett running up and down having a game. I can't live with both. So it's one or the other. And on the flip side, if 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 you play Seattle, it's like, who do I shut down? Like who do I slow down? It's like all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to take away McCaffrey. Then you got Debo, IU, Kittle, Elijah Mitchell, like, Elijah Mitchell, like it's, it's, Juwan it's, it's, Johnson, who had Juwan Jennings, who had a good game in the game here as well. Like, right? So yeah, like, man. 
So it's like it's like who it's it's a pick your poison. Like do I let do I let them run all over me, or do I let them carve me up and down the field with the three with uh, with the with the pass? So it's like if I'm playing them, it's like uh, San Fran pretty much just bought their time. It's like all right, eventually. Eventually, we gonna catch on. You know, DK ain't gonna be able to catch nothing. Lockett ain't gonna be able to catch nothing. Kenneth Walker ain't gonna get no type of ground game going, and we gonna we just gonna steamroll them. And that's what happened. And they was at the crib. So it's 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 crazy because San, San Francisco had more yards of offense than any other team that played this weekend by kind of a, a, a substantial amount. It's it's crazy because this is like you know we talked about the the rookie. Uh, in the first half, looking like a rookie, right? I mean, this yeah. this offense, and he went top to bottom with it. I mean, you start with the offensive line, you start with the running backs, the wide receivers, the tight end. I mean, he Brock for a rookie. I mean, you have a bevy of weapons at your disposal. You just don't need to mess it up. And oh, you know, in Kyle Shanahan's, yep, in Kyle Shanahan. I mean, we're basically handing you the keys to the Ferrari. Just don't crash it. And <laughs> um, you know, you just being valet here, Brock Purdy. And you know, honestly, I'm gonna say this, man. He's he's actually the perfect quarterback, um, you know. For I mean, for for the offense. I mean, when I look at when I look at the the three quarterbacks that that are, I mean, him and Garoppolo. I would have Garoppolo over him, but I mean, I I'd, I'd have you know Purdy over you know Lance. You know, you know with what he with you know the big playability that he has. I would say you know Purdy's you know right there, 68 percent. That's what I want to see for my quarterback completion percentage, and he doesn't make mistakes, man. So yeah, he doesn't. He does. He for sure doesn't hurt you, and he's become probably the prototypical <laughs> offense. He's been perfect for this offense. Um, you know, he doesn't even takes what the off defense has given him. He he has a bunch of bevy of weapons. Um, yeah, and we underestimate go. his legs. We underestimate his legs. He can get it done if he needs to pick up a first down or he needs to hurt you with his legs. He can. Yeah, four for sixteen in this game, including a rushing touchdown. He also had a thirteen-yard rush that resulted in a first down. Um, yeah, Brock Purdy's been everything you could have asked for in a quarterback that's you know filling in for Jimmy Garoppolo's guys. We haven't really- seen anything like we haven't seen anything like this since Tom Brady. It's true. Uh, moving Very over true. to the other Saturday game, and probably the biggest collapse potentially in playoff history. Uh, one of the biggest play- collapses in playoff history uh, as the Los Angeles Chargers go into Duval County and fall to the Jacksonville Jaguars, <laughs> thirty-one to thirty. Uh, this is after losing, being up twenty-seven to nothing uh, right before halftime. Justin Jacksonville did score a touchdown right before the bell there at the halftime uh, to go into the halftime locker room, twenty-seven to seven. But then a big time halftime adjustment by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Chargers only scored three points the rest of the game. Jacksonville puts up 24 points and ends up winning this game in regulation with a field goal at the bell um, to put them over the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, Justin Herbert, 25 of 43, 273 and a touchdown. Austin Eckler, 13 carries, 35 yards and two touchdowns. They were really hurt by their inability to run the football in this game. When you get up in a no, big lead, you want to run it down their throats and just continue to run it. They just couldn't get it done. Um, Gerald Everett, six catches for 109 yards and a touchdown. On the Jacksonville Jaguars side, kudos to Trevor Lawrence, man, to not just pack it up after a really rough first half. 28-47, 288, four touchdowns and four interceptions. Um, Travis Etienne, 20 for 109 yards. Ingram, Kirk, Zay Jones, Marvin Jones Jr. all had touchdowns for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And Evan Ingram continues a strong season for them seven catches for 93 um as they come up come back from behind and beat the chargers and a bit of a shocker 
No, I, I know what hurt him. It's when you get into the red zone like once, once or twice. I mean, like four or five times, and you only scored twice, right? Like they, they turned the ball over how many times in short in, in short possession in, in, in the short field, and you punch it in for touchdowns. They limited you to three points the rest of the game. For three points the rest of the game. So like, yeah, everybody wants to praise Trevor Lawrence and give him give him his kudos. No. That defense shut down that offense the rest of the game. You three points in the next thirty minutes. Yeah. So like everybody wants. But, to I mean, but it, 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 if that had been well managed, there should have never have been enough possessions for the Jacksonville Jaguars to come back and win the game. I mean, if you run the ball consistent, if you run the no. ball consistently and you shorten the game. You should win this game just by default, just by having long possessions. You hold the football forever. You run the football. You burn clock. Jacksonville, they would Jacksonville like was able to come back because they were not able to kill the clock and they were not able to put points on the board while killing the clock. Hey, it, it really is. Like if, if I turn the ball over on the short field and I hold you to three versus giving up seven. That's just as much of a win in my book as as anything. Sure, sure. I mean, but they, I mean, they had one one interception that was kind of in Charger territory. That wasn't really a short yardage interception. Um, this one, yeah, they, they scored a touchdown. The other one, yeah, they should have probably scored a touchdown. They scored two touchdowns on the two interceptions. Or Asante Samuel had probably one of the best defensive halves I've ever seen by a cornerback right. in quite some time. I mean. Right. <laughs> And, and 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 he could have had another one if he like he turns his head the wrong way. If he turns his head the right way and looks back and tell him, like, yeah, he would have had a he, he would have had a fourth one. Yeah, I mean when I look at this game, bro, when I look at this game, uh TJ, I, I, I think about I think about the fact that the Chargers just couldn't ice it out. You're up twenty seven points. Or yeah, twenty seven points. How 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 aren't you running the football? to ice this game away to even you know play you know you got the clock the clock is your friend at this point when you're up 27 nothing and the lack of running the football you you passed the ball 43 times you weren't down like at all until like the last touchdown that that the go-ahead touchdown that trevor lawrence and them uh in the jags um score um well not the touchdown but they weren't they weren't down you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying tj they weren't down they weren't down at all at it wasn't close time. until then. But at the same time, it's the one thing I talk about all the time. Teams get up big and they stop playing how they got up big. Like, defense was lights out in the first half. And all of a sudden, you think just because you up 20, all right, I can play prevent defense now. I, like, nothing uh, nothing cheap, nothing deep. You know, everything underneath is cool. We can give up the short yard and stuff. But that's real. Yeah, that's that's cute. Until all of a sudden you give up a short, like you give up a bunch of short passes and they go for big plays, they go for big yards. And all of a sudden it's 27 to 7, and then it's 27 to 14. And all of a sudden it's like, now you're in a ball game because, like, it's you, you didn't play press, like, you ain't play prevent defense none up until you got up big. Like, stop that. If you get up big, play how you got up big. On that's no, that's true. Ball. Oh, That's true. I mean, when they were when the, when they were playing press and they were basically saying, "Man, y'all don't have Jacksonville. You don't have anybody that can beat us deep." 
and we don't even respect any of your wide receivers to beat us deep. Beat so us. we're gonna sit on since we're gonna sit on everything, and that's why you picked them off four times. You got away from that the second half, and then you know, double that with the fact that you don't know how to run the football with one of the better running one of the better running backs in the NFL. Like, how how don't you the run the football all, in the second half? Of, their offensive line isn't all that good. I mean, they're in a game where they were up twenty-seven to nothing at one point. They only ran the ball twelve more times than Jackson for the entire game. That's like how how that's is that possible? Like two point like that's that how is that remotely possible? Like you need to. And this like, is the, what? No, no, I'm saying this, this is where you know folks you know are 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 really upset with Brandon Staley. I mean because I mean it's just two years in a row. You kind of you know, and I know he calls the defense. So, but but still at the same time, like you said, man, twelve more times in Jacksonville. That's that's not that's two, two. more times to Jacksonville. That's not that's unacceptable. And in a game where they, they lost you know, they lost basically every considerable measurable that you could lose in a game, like high possession they lost, total yards they lost. Like this is a game or I mean they get one time possession, but total yards that they lost, they lost first downs. So the only thing they won is turnovers. The only and the only thing that the, the the thing that really irks me about this game is this allows those terrible media pundits to be like, see, this is why young quarterbacks need offensive-minded head coaches. Like, offensive coordinators aren't a thing. All right, so now everybody's going to push for Sean Payton to get the um, the Chargers, Chargers job, job. Mm-hmm. and fire and fire Staley because he's a defensive-minded coach, and this is what defensive-minded coaches, this is what they get you. Like, no, uh-huh. like, I'm not. I'm not going for that. Like, if, if I'm firing Mike, if I'm firing Brandon State for anything, it's the mismanagement of his guys in that last playoff, in that last game of the regular season. Because why are they playing? You don't think you could have used Mike? You don't think you could have used Mike Williams in this game? 100%. Oh, they could have. They they could have used him like tenfold. But it's crazy that Brandon Stanley calls a defense when he had, he he was actually a quarterback in in college. So it's it's crazy he calls a defense. Uh, but you're right, man. I mean, the the, the we already hear it. The rumors for Sean Payton, they're already calling for it. So I, I, I also think that there's more like Brandon Staley based on what happened last season. I, I think that he's I think he's going to get fired. I, I think they haven't announced it yet, but I think yeah. I, I think the writing's on the wall there. And I think the writing's on the wall there too. And I'm not going to trip on the defense that lost J.C. Jackson pretty much all season and lost Joey. Mm-hmm. And lost Joey Bosa for majority of the season too. Like we already know the defense was supposed to be better than what it was. Yeah, I mean like, you didn't have Joey Bosa until the second to last game of the season, uh, and Joey Bosa kind of hurt you guys a little bit during this game. Um, so what I will get him a pass for is like you like you can say something, but if I'm saying something, and I'm walking away from you as a referee. It is not your prerogative to chase after me. And badger me into like tell me what'd you say? What'd you say? That's 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 similar to Major League Baseball. Like you can't, you know, brother. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it to you. I'm saying and I'm and I'm walking away. You as a referee made it about you in that moment. You ran after him just so he can repeat what he said, just to flag him for unsportsmanlike conduct. No, at that moment it's not about you because he's not. He felt like he got held on the play. He did. He did get held on that and play. He did, he did get held on the play. <laughs> he did get and held he, on you. He sure got held held on that play. And he got held on the play. So he voices his frustration, and you take it upon your amongst yourself to run after him. Tell him, "What'd you say? What'd you say? I'll flag you. I'm gonna flag you." 
What'd you say? Like, bro, like you're badgering him at that point. At that point, it's not about you. He said what he said. He voiced his frustration and he's walking away from you. So I will give Joey Bosa, I, I, I'm going to leave him alone on that one. Like the throwing the helmet down on the sideline. I don't know if he got one for that one. He did get that, yeah. Okay, so like that like that one on itself, yeah, yeah, that you got to be better. But the one where he's walking away from a referee and the referee ran after him, come off asking him, what'd you say? Basically saying like, I dare you to say it again. I dare you. That's basically what that was. So I, I'm going to get him a pass for that one. But other than that, yeah, like, yeah. As a vet, you gotta be more composed in in certain aspects. But the only one I, I'm giving him a only one I'm giving him a pass on is the one where the ref ran after him because at that point, like that's terrible. Like, why are you and, chasing um, him? On the other side of this, the Jacksonville Jaguars side of this, man, good, good, good. Like for Trevor Lawrence to keep it together after throwing four picks in the first half, uh, to be able to you know keep himself together. And Doug Peterson, this is why you hire a guy who has Super Bowl experience. Uh, able to keep that ship afloat in halftime. I don't know whatever he said, but that defense turned it around. That uh-huh. offense turned it around. So, uh-huh. and I'm gonna tell. Uh, all I got to say that is, um, you can turn the ball over four times against Kansas City or Cincinnati yeah. <laughs> or whoever you play next. Dude, man, they play, they play Kansas City next. Uh, oh, so, Arrowhead. Uh, moving over. Moving. Speaking of that, the team that turned it over a bunch. Let's talk about Miami going into Orchard Park and taking on the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Buffalo 34, winning that game 34 to 31. But this game was way closer than it probably should have been, given that Miami's starting their third-string quarterback. Skylar Thompson had moments in this game where he looked the part, uh, and then he had other moments where he for sure did not. Um, Skylar Thompson, 18 to 45, 220, uh, one touchdown and two interceptions, including one uh, that was like basically a basically sealed the game uh, there where they gave the ball back to Buffalo within like 10 yards of the touchdown. Um, Jeff Wilson, 10 of 23 on a touchdown. Uh, Tyreek Hill, 7 for 69 and, and, a t- and zero touchdowns. Mike Kosicki had the lone receiving touchdown for the Miami Dolphins. On the Buffalo side, Josh Allen, if you're going to want to continue bowling in the playoffs, you're going to have to be better than this. 23 of 39, 350, 352 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions, and a fumble that went for six. Um, Devin Singletary, uh, 10 carries for 48 yards. I still don't think he got that first down that quote unquote sealed the game. No, he didn't. Um, he but I don't, I don't, I don't really know why they couldn't overturn I mean, that. I, but I, I would have just marked him short and then like your, your, your QB sneaking at the next play anyway. Yeah. So yeah, and then James I'll, Cook, James Cook had the rushing touchdown and then Gabe Davis and Cole Beasley and Dawson Knox all had receiving touchdowns for Buffalo. Um, but yeah, this is a game Buffalo should have won. They should have won this game easily. Uh, but Josh Allen could. What we've seen a lot from the Buffalo Bills this season, they make a lot of mistakes on offense, turn it over uh, three times in this game, gave Miami the thought that they could win this game. Well, I think Sex, we, seven times. I think at the same I think what we got to do is, like, if I throw a pass and it hits my receiver in the hands and it carries off his hands and goes and gets picked off, at that point, that's not on the. That's not. On, that shouldn't be on the quarterback's fault because I agree with you. No, the, the ball hit the like my, the pass hit the receiver in the hands, bro. Like, come on. Um, we also saw a couple touchdowns get overturned. Like Dawson Knox could have had two, but they overturned one. Stephon Diggs couldn't get his feet down on the one-handed catch on the one-handed one. Like we, we thought that was. A t- I thought that was a touchdown, but that was beautiful. Feet. Right, he, but he couldn't get his uh, he couldn't get two feet in. Um, I just want to point out the difference in, in in offensive line. So like we already know Seattle, Seattle, Miami is just San Francisco East, right? Like that's that's pretty much it. 
So, well, we I mean, saw, I guess minus the amazing offensive line, they're doing it with a lot of passive exactly, offensive linemen. Exactly. So that's that, that, that's the point I'm getting to. So we all remember the double the double pump fake play that Brock Purdy ran in Seattle, where he where he hit the tight end up the middle for a touchdown. Like George Kittle was like wide open. He was able to mm-hmm. pump fake twice. So Miami and Skyler Thompson, they tried to run the same play. Like he pump faked one way, pump faked the other way. But by the time he turned around to pump fake the other way, he yeah sacked. And I'm like, okay, um, that that's that's the difference. <laughs> like that's the that's the and difference. there was a lot of a lot of time a lot of time management stuff during this game oh, where the, so, the play yeah, clock Mike was going going down to zero like constantly for the Miami Dolphins. They had to burn they, timeouts super early in this could, game. They could have got mm-hmm. called. They could have got called for so many more delayed games than what they did. I just felt like I just felt like after a while they got like the NFL was probably like you know what. If we just keep flagging them and flagging them and flagging them, it's just gonna make this game go that much longer. And we're just gonna, you yeah, know, yeah, we'll, we'll let them get away with it a couple times just for the sake of speeding the game up. But they could have got they could have got flags for delay a game like a, a good ten to twelve times. I'm so serious. I am so serious. <laughs> that was man. That had to be probably the ugliest like end to a second half that I've seen. Or the um, end to a first half that I've seen in a long time for uh, Buffalo. Um, I mean, you let them march down the field, they score a field, uh, they hit a field goal, and then you throw a pick right after that. <laughs> and then Miami scores a touchdown, throwing it to Mike Kosicki right after that. And then, I mean, you come down and, and get those three points back or whatever the case is. But but still, that was still – I mean, I expect more out of Buffalo, man. You're not going to win a championship playing like that. Again, like the drive you talking about where Buffalo got three back, like I said, like the previous play, they had hit Dawson Knox over the middle for for where well, they had two passes. They had a big play, they had a big pass play overturn. Cause they thought uh it was like Buddy couldn't like he didn't control it on his way down to the ground. And they had a Dawson Knox touchdown overturn. So like they settled for three. Mm-hmm. And it's like it like it was like it was like really close. It could have went either way. And they it just went. It just went the other way. At this point, like it's, it is what it is. Like I, what I don't want to hear is, hey, if we had, if we had two, we would have won. I'm like, I, I'm not gonna go that far. Like I'm, I'm no, nah, I'm not going. Yeah, we're not going, going that far. But yeah, but I mean, Skylar Thompson. I mean, he didn't. I mean, he didn't even. He didn't play well enough to even win you the game. I mean, at least you know I could say, you know, oh, Gino played. You know, Gino, even though you two touchdowns, one interception, he played well enough. For his team to play, you know, to team to win. Um, yeah, 18, you know, 18 to 45, one touchdown and two picks is just not going to cut it in a playoff game. It's, it's not going to cut play. it, no. Yeah, and the inexperience at the quarterback position really showed with those delayed game penalties constantly. Like they could have thrown one every play if they wanted to. Like, bro, like Jalen Waddle had how many? How many times? How many drops did Jalen Waddle have? Like, like I can say this. Like I can say this, David and TJ. I can say. Tyler Huntley played well enough for the for the, for the Ravens to win, right? Am I right or wrong? Skylar Thompson didn't. We'll get to that game. We will get, we'll, to we'll that get game. into it. Yeah. We'll get to it. Uh, moving know, on from that game, let's talk about the other game on Sunday afternoon. The New York Football Giants going into uh, Minnesota and coming out with the victory and probably Daniel Jones' best game as a pro uh, as they win thirty-one to twenty-four, and it's official: New York Giants winning the Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> stop. He needs to stop this. 
every 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 time they win a playoff game, they end up going to the, the whole dance. So, and uh, I'm sure Chris's sister would love this kind of talk right now. Uh, but they win 31 to 24. Daniel Jones has the game of his life, probably his best game as a pro. Um, 24 of 35, 301, two touchdowns. And the Giants, they went away from a little bit of what they're really good at. Like they they came out throwing the football in this game. I think that may have caught Minnesota a little off off guard because they weren't throwing the ball the way you normally expect the Giants to throw it. Um, they only threw the ball, ran the ball 30 times in this game. Uh, 17 of those were by Daniel Jones, who was leading rusher. Saquon Barkley got two on the ground. Uh, Isaiah Hodgins and Daniel Bellinger all had receiving touchdowns for the New York Giants. On the Minnesota Vikings side, this is kind of what we kind of thought would happen with Minnesota eventually um, because they weren't probably the worst point differential team for a team that had 13 wins ever. Uh, Kirk Cousins, 31 of 39, 273 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, he also had a rushing touchdown as uh, Delvin Cook only had 15 carries for 60 yards. Uh, TJ Hawkinson had himself a game here. He's probably going to get paid this offseason. 10 Absolutely. for 129 yards. KJ Osborne and Irv Smith Jr. had the one receiving touchdowns. And Justin Jefferson, pretty quiet in this game. It's only at 7 of 47. Four for 47, right? 7 for 47. Seven well, yeah, they, they singled had him. And, again, if I play the Minnesota Vikings and Adam Thielen go crazy and he beat me, you walk to the middle of the field, shake hands, say good game, good luck down the road. Same thing with TJ Hawkinson or KJ Osborne. I'm not letting him – I'm I'm not letting that man erupt – like he erupts and go crazy on me just so he can hit that gritty up and down the field. I'm not it's, I'm not going. No. <laughs> it's not happening. Not today. Um obviously what you call it? Um everybody wants to talk about the fourth down play. Like we'll get to that like we will. But if, if I'm if I'm the Giants, this is how you want to play football, right? A lot of Saquon, lot, like you say, you ran the ball 30 times. Obviously, you probably don't want Daniel Jones running the ball 17 times, but it worked this game. I mean, Barkley only had nine carries at this game. He wasn't a right. prototypical Giant game. No, it, it, it worked this game. And Saquon, like the, the of the nine runs he did have, they were they were big runs. They were they were they were clutch big. Two of them runs. for like, touchdowns. Yeah, that, that, touchdowns. that one he ran for 28 yards, where he was like spinning through defenders, was uh, towards the end there. All right, obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure Brian that Barry, Dayball, Was that Barry Sanders-esque? Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sure, it was. I'm, I'm pretty sure Brian Dayball don't want Daniel Jones running the ball 17 times. But this game, it worked. You you do what works. Like like this, like this, that game, it worked. It, it's changing on a game-by-game basis. We already know that. Um, obviously, like, like and, and he did it with the hodgepodge receiving core that it is. Like, there, he did with guys who he was comfortable with. They, they didn't try to force a guy like Kenny Galladay back into the equation. Yeah, nope. I think he played. I think he played one snap in this game. He played one snap. He, I think he had one good block that freed up yeah, Saquon Barkley. He, he did have a great block on that one play, but that, that was it. Yeah. But but I like I you, you did it with guys like that that he's comfortable with Darius Slayton, Isaiah Hodges. And, um, these are the guys that got you here. This is the, they're the right. Richie James, Rich, yeah, right. Daniel Richie Daniel James. Bellinger, Daniel Bellinger. Like these are like that's with who brought you there, right? Um, defensively, Dexter Lawrence was a monster. Dexter Lawrence was Dexter Lawrence was a monster. Like I'm single. Yeah, they had, they had no answers for him whatsoever. None. I'm single high in. Like I said, I'm single high on Justin Jefferson the whole time. Now, to the fourth down play, right? Obviously, obviously, I'm pretty sure Kirk Cousins did not want to throw 
to TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, he was he was about to get yards. killed. I, he threw he it to the only guy. To, he he hey. was about to get absolutely rocked by Dexter Lawrence. You saw the play. He had by the time he got to the final step of his drop, Dexter Lawrence was right there, no time. And my only issue, like I said in the group chat, my only issue is why isn't every route going past the sticks? Why isn't every like you need a every route needs to go nine or more, not nothing short. Yeah, I mean, can, well, the, 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 I, think the had, error. I think they had Hawkinson in blocking on a matchup. Yeah, they had, they had, they had a mismatch on that. Yeah. I, you know, I, I look at it as they got a one-on-one with Hawkinson and is it a DB, David, if I'm not mistaken? It ain't a linebacker. Yeah. It's yeah, a DB. It was, it was a safety, it, I think. It was a safety. And and so my whole thing, and I, I agree with TJ on this, everything should go past the sticks because the room for Aaron in the NFL, even if they're DBs, everybody can tackle. I mean, I wouldn't say, like, they're the great, like, the A1 Ronnie Lott, you know, Steve Atwater type of tacklers, but I'm talking about everybody can wrap like if they need to, they they can know how to wrap up a big dude, and that's what happened. You can't have you can't have that room for error where you're gonna throw uh, before the sticks. This ain't high school or college. Where TJ Hawkinson, Hawkinson earlier in this game was breaking those kind of tackles and making big plays. Yeah, he was. He He was. He just didn't work out this one. And 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 what's being lost in the sauce and all this is the drop that KJ Osborne had on third down. It's true. That's what mm. they're, not, they're not even in this scenario. Not to mention, not to mention the really bad roughing the passer call earlier in the how, good, that, how I, good is how good is Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams, and Kayvon Thibodeau though for the Giants? So, like, how big dyna- they, they're dynamic. Dynamic man. Yeah. I, I I just want to point out, you know, like the Bear fan of me wants to point out, Justin Fields don't get that roughing call, but you know that's not the here nor there. Um, <laughs> That, that was that was that was a pretty bad roughing call. Like I, I think at some point they have to do some kind of conversation about fixing this shit. I'm sick like, of it. I'm sick of it. I'm that of that it. was horrible. What yeah. is he supposed to do? Again, lay him down, pick him up, and lay him down like a baby. Like, well, come on, man. It's, it's, it's football. Sele- it's selective. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it's like no officiate. Uh, yeah, there you go. Like it's selective officiating. Like you can't pick and choose which quarterbacks to be nice and gentle with. And you can't pick and choose which quarterbacks to be like, oh, you're a big boy, you can handle it. Get up and play football. Like, no. Like, what's like it's it's the same thing with that we talk about with uh with PI, right, David? What like whatever it is, like whatever the rule is in the book, right? That's what it is. Like it ain't open for Well, the, I, I think the problem is that a lot of it is open to somewhat of interpretation but, the way the rules have changed. Be. But it shouldn't be right. Like you're not wrong. But I mean, Minnesota. Before interpretation, this has got to be a disappointing end for the season for Minnesota. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So like all the Vikings fans that be on Twitter talking about, they be calling Justin Fields busting Fields. I'm like, okay. Um, I I was with y'all for most of the season. Not not on the Justin Fields is a butt part, but y'all showed grit and resolve all season up until it really mattered, and then the clock hit midnight. Cinderella. Not gonna lie, not gonna lie. If I'm if I'm the Minnesota Vikings, man, I mean, when is it time to start saying? I you know, I think it's got it's gotta be right. You're right about there. Wait, hold on, hold on. What's that question, Izzy? What's the question? Oh no, you know the time. You know, you know the question I'm about to ask. When is it time to to start thinking about moving on from Kirk Cousins? That's I mean, all. I they, they just, they just extended him. This all past the offseason. I don't know what it's gonna cost to move off of him, um, but 
I mean, they don't have, they're not going to have a high draft pick. So who knows what they're going to be looking at. Um, so, like we'll talk options, about, we'll, like, so like the situation that you run into with that is like, it's the whole options and choices. You show me my options and that tells me, that tells you what your choices are. Right. Like, so just a hypothetical, right. Hypothetical. Is Derek Carr better in that situation? No. No, no, he's not. No, he's not. But you'd rather have Kirk Cousins, right? Yeah. Yeah, but at this point, at this point, guys, I mean, he's got all this. I I would trade. I would take. I would call up the Jets. I'd be like, "Hey, yo, if you give us give us Jack Wilson and some stuff, and we'll give you Kirk Cousins." And I, I think you see if there's anything left in Zach Wilson. You give him some serious weapons in Minnesota. See if he can recover that his career. You that think would, that? You think that 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 would, we? I, I would love to have that conversation when we talk about them in the offseason because yeah, you know honestly, I, honestly, man, I think you know Kirk Cousins right now. What we're looking at is he's he's a quarterback that what is his record in the play? He's got one win in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, but one you win. You, you sent him to you sent him to the Jets where they have that high flying defense. Um, you know, I think the running game. That's I, I think that'd be interesting. And, uh, and he'd make them relevant again. He'd make them relevant, but is he? It's going to be the same stuff. He's like, you know, no, it, like they have a. He, he has a. He has a. A equally respective receiving core. The only difference is none of those guys on the Jets are obviously just the Jets. That's yep. really it. Yep. So like, instead is of it. having. Instead of having that one dynamic guy, he has a he has a trio of Adam Thielen's, which that's not a bad thing to have, right? Like, no, not at all, not at all. I mean, Garrett Wilson could develop into an a Justin Jefferson type, so we'll see. Um, I just start to think, man, like, come on, man, it's 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 like we we, we want to see we want to see you get us at least to the NFC Championship game. You know, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Minnesota in their offseason. Let's talk about the final game on Sunday Night Football. We got the Baltimore Ravens going into Cincinnati and giving them all they can handle. Uh, losing that game, though, 24 to 17. Tyler Huntley, 17 to 29, two touchdowns and a pick. And one of, and the costly fumble that went back 96 yards with a touchdown uh, mm. for Sam Hubbard um, as he tried to jump from the like the three yard line into the end zone. He just never made it. Uh, he ended up fumbling the ball. J.K. Dobbins, good game for him here. 13 of 62. Uh, Mark Andrews, five catches for 73 yards. Demarcus Robinson and J.K. Dobbins had the receiving touchdowns for Baltimore. On the Cincinnati side of this, talking about Buffalo, and this won't be good enough to beat. I, I don't think this offensive game would be good enough to beat Buffalo in the next round. We'll no. talk about that a little bit more tomorrow. Um, no. but, but Joe Burrow, 22, 23 of 32, 209 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Joe Mixon, 11 of 39. Joe Burrow also had a rushing touchdown. Jamar Chase had the lone receiving touchdown. Obviously, I said this. Uh, Sam Hubbard recovered the touchdown from from um, Tyler Huntley as he tried to jump into the end zone. He fumbled he, the ball. Sam Hubbard took it to the house from 96 yeah. yards, 98 yards out. 96 yards, 98 yards. Hey, TJ, he did – Tyler Huntley did exactly what you've been, like, you know, yelling for a f- couple years now. Like, why yeah, don't quarterbacks so, just yeah, jump yeah, over yeah. But too far out, too too far out. But I'm talking. He was I'm way talking, too far out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking, and I'm not just talking about quarterbacks. I'm talking about quarterbacks, running backs. Like I would rather J.K. Dobbins get the ball from three yards out, and he jump over because he has a running start. Right, like he, mm-hmm. if he. If I, I he still comes, think that those carries need to go to J.K. Dobbins. I mean, you drafted yeah. him back in the early in the draft to be. You should be giving him those touches. So like. 
A guy and he was running like, hard. A guy, a guy who coming off a shoulder injury who couldn't play in week 17, 18. You're going to have him use his shoulder to jump over your he defensive was, line. J.K. Dobbins was running hard yesterday, too. I mean, yeah. the, the oh, carries yeah, that yeah. they gave him, he was okay, running hard. Yeah. Even, yeah. It, even, when they, even, when they were, even when they were giving him the ball, like, you know, in the flat. Um, I mean, he had that 120-yard catch from, like, where he went to, like, the 45 or something like that. Uh, where he like bounced off a wide, uh, bounced off a DB, just like he's just running super hard, violent. I mean, I would have gave him the ball too, David. I mean, he was running super violent yesterday, but they didn't give it give it to him enough. Obviously, you know he voiced his frustration on multiple thing on multiple things, right? He says if we get if you, I I want the ball in that situation. He also says if we have Lamar Jackson, we win. And Lamar Jackson. And I don't think any I don't think anyone disagrees with that because any like they're not in a position to disagree with that. You wanna know why? This was their highest scoring game since Lamar Jackson went out. Yeah, they're averaging 13 points a game in the last five games. Uh it's the most for a team that made the playoffs to average over a five game stretch. But Tyler Huntley didn't like like I said earlier, Tyler Huntley didn't play like bad. he didn't play bad to the point where you know, he he lost you the game. Like, he played well enough to win you the football game. I mean, so you like, played well enough is what you would have wanted from Tyler Huntley. So, I think was I think what, what also has been lost here, it's like on that 98-yard fumble recovery, right, everybody was screaming, block in the back on 51. I'm like, yeah, that was a block in the back. Like, but you're not going to call that. Like, if, if anything, it puts the – like, it takes the touchdown away and it gives Cincinnati the ball at the spot where – the block in the back occurred. But everybody's like, oh, he pushed him on his side. Like, no. Okay, initially, he did. But if my number is in front of you and your hand is in my back and you push me, that's a block in the back. <laughs> I, I just don't think the NFL is going to make that call. Like, they're just not. Like, like they, they, they want that call to stand. I mean, even if it doesn't stand, what do you give Cincinnati the ball at, like, the – was it the 30-yard line or something? So I'm like that, but like everybody's like, oh, that's a block in the that's not a block in the back. No football. I'm like, no, you don't know football. That's a block in the back. If my number's in front of you and your hand is in my back, by the definition, that's a block in the back. But like you said, it's not a here nor there. Like that's where the game was won. That was a 14 point swing. It was. All right. All right. And you needed a t you, you needed a Hail Mary at the end, and you almost had it. You almost had it. It, oh yeah, my God! I mean, number yeah, three, yeah, James Prosh. James Prosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real chance to catch that football. Um, Unreal, man. But yeah, Cincinnati. Unreal. I mean, we'll talk about this a little bit more tomorrow. But if you play like this against Buffalo, you're gonna lose. Like the offense just didn't have running, but running game never got going um, against this Baltimore Ravens team. The offense was really not that efficient for most of the game. I mean, you know what? I expected the running game not to get going though against Buffalo. I mean, against uh, Baltimore. I, you know, I, th I think Baltimore's second half of the season been a really good run, run defense, run, de uh, run stopping team. And so I, I, ex I expected Joe Mixon not to really um, get going too much uh, in the running I, game. But I expect also that Kyle Hamilton forced fumble was insane. Yeah, that was beautiful. That was that was that was before <laughs> the half. Yeah, and I think yeah. Baltimore scored on that. They scored a they touchdown did. on that. They, no, they got yeah, a field goal, off, field goal off of it. Did they get a field goal? Okay, yeah, that yeah. was a field goal. You're right. You're right. I was thinking I that that was the touchdown that um uh, where J.K. Dobbins reached over uh, the one, which is kind of debatable. Uh, people are like a lot of Bengals fans are like that shouldn't have been a touchdown. No, it was. We should have won by fourteen. His yeah, knee his knee wasn't down. Knee wasn't down at all. No, 
I just got one request. I just want Al Michaels and Tony Dungy to stay far away from the booth. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't even hate them, and I honestly only watched the first half with sound because I went out and watched the second half. But like the first half, I didn't even mind Tony Dungy like Al Michaels. I, I, that Al was Michaels. Jacksonville. That was the Jacksonville game, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I just, I, I, I need those. Uh, at least Tony Dungy. I ain't gonna disrespect Al Michaels like that. Tony Dungy is not. It's like I said in the group chat. He's not boost. He's not booth talent, David. He's great in studio. He's great in studio, but he he's not booth talent, bro. Like, and and like I said, like you you remember how Michaels and Kyle sort of used to just gush over, yeah, Aaron yeah. Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, yeah. That was. I would have liked to see. I would have well, liked to you, see. Uh, you remember that Baker Mayfield game that had Al Michaels and, and uh, <laughs> they were just gushing over Baker Mayfield. The guy's been on three teams in two years. Like, like, like Baker they, Mayfield. Oh. No, so, no, I would have liked to. I would have liked to see the the one the other dude. What's his name? Um, uh, Chris. Uh, Godley. No, Chris Sims. Chris Sims. Yeah, Chris Sims and and, and Al Michaels. That would have been. I think that would have been better in my opinion. I like the way I like I like Chris Sims. You know, energy. Like, again, but like, bro, like, is Trevor Lawrence is having the worst half of football in his probably his life, and they're like, oh, you know what? We're gonna talk about how he went fifty-two and two in high school. He won a bunch <laughs> of games in college. He was a national champion. And I'm like, oh, what does that have to do with him throwing three picks, four interceptions, the- five? Well, you counted for five turnovers in the first half. Like, well, well, well David always says that he's the anointed one, so he's been the anointed yeah, one since is. like eighth grade. He is. He, he has never lost a Saturday. On Saturday. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> He's never lost a game on Saturday. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. That is insane, man. And, it's like, and, like, and, and that's kind of why I'm glad they're playing Kansas City next because y'all, like, everybody's so quick and so ready to crown Trevor Lawrence as the next up and coming. And Pat Mahomes is like, I'm only 27. I'm going to be here. <laughs> for as long as I want to be here, so why y'all ready? Like, why y'all ready to just seemingly take the torch? You ready to crown him? To crown him? Respect the late Dennis Green. But I, I know you guys want to. I know you guys want to talk about this in the off season. But quick preview: What are the Ravens? What, what do they have to look forward to? Just quick, quick, or like I, I, for the off season? They, 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 they basically have. They're going to franchise tag Lamar Jackson probably. Um, he's probably not going to play in the franchise tag. I don't know what they do. They built the whole offense around him. They can't afford to lose him. Um, I have no idea. If they, if they lose Lamar Jackson, they might as well just blow up the whole thing. Like One thing that Shannon Sharp kicked out was, since y'all don't want to pay him, and you need a quarterback that fits that, that play style, they like trade Lamar to Chicago for fields, but you're going to run into the same situation. All over again. Mm-hmm. So what are you what are you gonna do? You're gonna keep resetting the quarterback market by go by getting young guys. Because well, I mean, I mean, they're probably gonna be banking on the fact that Justin Fields won't win an MVP um, anytime soon. They won't have to pay him MVP type money. That's but uh, you know, I, I, the Ravens they're in a tough spot. I mean, because we'll talk about their offseason preview at some point. But like they built their whole offense to LeBron to Lamar Jackson. And, and yes, Tyler like Tyler Huntley has been serviceable in stents, but he's not right. Lamar Jackson. There aren't that many players that can run the Lamar Jackson offense. And mm-hmm. if you lose him, and 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 now, sorry, David, and now it's on record of what they offered Lamar. So it, it is only it's reported that they only offered him. 130 million guaranteed. 
which is less than what Kyler got, which is less than what Josh Allen got, which is less than what Deshaun Watson got. And I have things that those two, that those three dudes don't have. So how are you gonna offer me less than that? Less than what they got? You're not even yeah, going. We'll, 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 we'll get into that. What's uh Monday Night Football is about to get kicked off here in about 15 minutes. Uh, we're gonna break down that game tomorrow, and we're gonna be breaking down um, the divisional round games tomorrow as well. That game airs at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, so hopefully you guys all check that out. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. And if you do miss us live, uh, you can check us out on Spotify, Apple Apple Podcast, uh, Amazon Music, and uh, I don't remember what the other one is, but I will I share that link. Uh, so I heart radio and uh, yeah, yeah I heart radio. Thank you. thank you very much. Man, I should just have you do that part. Uh, but yeah, this has been Prime Sports <laughs> World. This has been a Super Bowl card weekend recap. Uh, but David Hoppin, the CEO of Israel, Israel Vera. Real quick, real quick, Mr. real quick. Who wins? Real quick, who wins tonight? Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, baby. Can't uh, bet against Brady. <laughs> am I really the only one on the panel that's betting against Brady tonight? <laughs> <laughs> No way! No, we have to. I gotta get this on record. Oh, we got it on record. Oh, it's on record. It's on record, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, I earned the right. I earned the right. Hey, hey. No, <laughs> he's going against his own rules. TJ is going against his own rule here. Never bet against Brady. Bet against Brady. We'll be back here tomorrow, breaking down that game and everything divisional. I'll be David Huffman. What we do here at the Prime, my friends. We bring bring in the heat, heat, ladies and gentlemen. Bring in the heat, ladies and gentlemen. Baby. 42 degrees here in Fort Wayne. I'm going to Culver, so I'll see you guys all later. Take it easy. Get you, yeah. There you go. Get you a it concrete mixer, son. I uh, will, my friend. Peace out, it, brother. It don't, it, it don't scream more Midwestern than I'm going to Culver's. <laughs> Culver's hey, hey, with some cheese, guard, son. I'm getting some cheese. Yeah. I'm, getting I'm getting them. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs>